As you know, uh, we skipped Tachanun today. The reason for that is because it is Pesach Sheni. Last year uh, at our Shalashidis, we spoke about whether or not we should say Tachanun on Pesach Sheni. So uh, review that if you're curious whether or not we should have said it or should not have. Uh, whether or not you should eat matzah, we spoke about last night. So we have a lot of Pesach Sheni information. But we always like to share uh, an idea regarding the day. So uh, if you... The, the whole Pesach Sheni story is you have people who were Tmeim L'Nefesh Adam. They were ritually impure by way of contact with or proximity to a dead body. They weren't able to offer the Korban Pesach at the proper time. So they came to Moshe and they said, it's not fair. We don't want to lose out. And Moshe says, okay, you're right. He speaks to God. God says, fine, we're going to give you an opportunity. We're going to give you a second chance to offer the Korban Pesach a month later, which is uh, today, the 14th of ER. So the Gemara Masechet Sukkah and Daf Chavhei Amad Aleph, I think goes on to Mubet, asks, who were these people? Why, why were they Tame? Who, who are these people exactly? Uh, who are these people, right? So he explains, he, or the Gemara explains three different possibilities. Number one, uh, people who were involved with uh, uh, dealing with the death of Aaron's two sons. We know that Aaron's two sons, we read about it uh, just a few parshiot ago. They offered a kurban that they weren't supposed to offer. They were killed. Someone had to take care of their bodies. So those people became ritually impure. They weren't able to offer the kurban Pesach. Remember, that takes place on Rosh Chodesh Nisan and... Uh, the offering of the Korban Pesach is a short while later, so it's possible that they were still Tameh. Interesting. Good. One other possibility is that they were Oseik B'meh Mitzvah. People died in the desert, and someone had to take care of them. Someone had a funeral business over there, so they were Tameh that couldn't offer the Korban Pesach. One last answer. People carrying the bones of Yosef. People carrying the bones of Yosef. We know that Yosef made his brother's promise. Whenever you guys leave, take me with you. We know that Moshe goes ahead and he does that. So many try to figure out what is the connection between Yosef and Pesach Sheni, right? The other answer is we'll get to a different time. What, what's the connection between Yosef and Pesach Sheni? So they point to Gemara, Masach Megillah, Daf Yud Gimel Mabet, Gemara Bava Batra, Daf Chav Gimel Amad Aleph, talks about when uh, Rachel and Leah were growing up. So uh, everyone said, oh, look, uh, Lavan has two daughters, Rachel and Leah, and Yitzchak has two sons, Yaakov and Esav. So the oldest will marry the oldest, Leah with Esav, the youngest, the youngest, Yaakov with Rachel. Everyone lives happily ever after. Leah didn't like this. She didn't want to end up with Esav. And you can imagine, Rachel didn't want to either, but she had nothing to worry about. What ends up happening? Yaakov shows up at their doorstep. He's going to work in order to marry Rachel. And we know Lavan makes the old switcheroo, and he ends up with Leah. But we're told, we're told that they had a certain signs. That's what the Gemara tells us, that Yaakov knew that Lavan was going to try to pull something fast. So he had these signs with Rachel to make sure it was actually going to be her. But when Rachel realized that Lavan was going to go through this plan and try to give Leah in her place, and that Leah would be so embarrassed when Yaakov would stop and say, wait a minute, you don't know the signs. So she gave the signs to her sister so she wouldn't be embarrassed. But what ends up happening? Leah ends up with Yaakov, which means uh, Rachel should have ended up with Esav. But obviously, God couldn't let that happen. So what does he do? He gives her a second chance. A second chance to be with Yaakov and she ends up becoming the second wife. Who is born from Rachel and Yaakov? None other than Yosef. Yosef, to some extent, represents the idea of being given a second chance. No doubt, many point out that, sure enough, who is it that's Tamela uh, Nefesh Adam who needs a second chance to offer the Korban Pesach, specifically people carrying the bones of Yosef, right? They were the ones who said, you know what? We'll forego the opportunity to give the Korban Pesach to fulfill this uh, Shavuah that we took many, many years ago that Yosef said, please bring my bones to the land of Israel. They said, fine, we'll go ahead and we'll do that. And we understand that that comes with ramifications. Hashem says, you know what? still you'll get a second chance. So what? So nowadays on Pesach Sheni, we should uh, remember that everyone's while people, they don't live up to our expectations. They're not always so nice to us, this, that, and the other. But just like Yosef, just like Pesach Sheni, let's give people a second chance. Rabbi Hanan, Rabbi Kashmir, Merah, Tzachadosh Baruch,